Hey there, Film Buds. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. I'm your host, Paul. And I'm Lauren. And we are joined by the one, the only, the fantastic friend of the show, Nick Delgadillo. Woo! It's a me. <laughs> uh, so we are, of course, in October. It's our second episode in October, which means that we're uh doing our uh continuation of horror and so we decided to invite nick on uh nick how are you doing i'm fantastic ready to rumble (laughs) uh what have you been up to anything uh you were you were telling us before that you were at a a concert for a band yeah i was at a turnstile show last night sold out huge go check out turnstile man they uh they just opened for My Chemical Romance earlier this year. They're on a sold out headlining tour right now. They just got announced as opening for Blink One Eighty Two next year. Oh wow! Okay. Wow. They're, they're big time, man. Making it big. Crushing. No, it. Not bad. Not Kicked bad. my butt. Kicked my butt. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you the the atmosphere that you described definitely didn't describe uh, sound like something that I I was interested in attending live well it would be a lot more fun like i said if they had a bigger place that place is not big enough that's true (laughs) (laughs) um but we're really good to have you or uh, it's really good to have you back on um we're really happy to have you um the last time that we had you on was to talk about yeah that's right thank you (laughs) thank goodness Sharp as ever, Nick. Um, of course. Yeah, that was the last time that we had you on. It was a great episode, great movie. Um, and I had remembered you mentioning um, a few years ago uh, a movie being one of your, or a horror film that you really enjoyed from that year, uh, La Llorona. Right. And so I was trying to figure out what I wanted to add into uh this year and uh i decided that i wanted to add in la llorona um and ironically enough it turns out that like in six days uh criterion's releasing it yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great but yeah so this whole episode is because of you nick fantastic love to hear it we love to see it <laughs> <laughs> um what have you been up to i guess movie wise and that sort of thing i've seen a lot since we talked about uh Tambien. Uh, i saw barbarian not long after that i think i said i was gonna go see it like on that episode or whatever but yeah i think so um <laughs> uh that's that's quite the movie <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um i saw blonde that's another just stir in the pot <laughs> good, good what did you what what were uh, your thoughts uh i i liked the film but uh yep that's all i that's all i'll say that's, okay. that's a discussion for another time <laughs> that's fair that's fair uh um i i saw the woman king which i really liked nice. uh that was a good movie uh saw pearl loved it a uh, movie called God's Country. It's a thriller. I also really loved that movie. It was okay. really good. 
uh do revenge on netflix also good so i've seen a lot of bangers okay <laughs> well um one thing that i wanted to talk about before we got too deep into the discussion on on la llorona was um this year i have really enjoyed all of the horror films that have come out you know i've i've for the most part a lot of the stuff oh, that's yeah. come out has been fantastic yeah um uh, so i good times man good past couple years three two three years i don't know a lot of good horror stuff has been happening oh yeah uh and so i was curious uh and i was going to also ask you as well dear but i'll start with with uh with you nick what are what are some of your top horror films so far uh of 2022 uh okay that's that's hard uh top of the whole year we got uh x Loved X. So to X and Pearl, both. Um, maybe the new Scream movie. Okay. Scream was very good. Um, what else we got? What else has freaking come out this year? Uh, uh, nope. Nope, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely uh, nope. Orphan First uh, Kill. No. <laughs> no I, I, like, I, I, I like Orphan First Kill. I, I wouldn't say it's top. Uh, That's fair. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, um, Orphan First Kill. I do like, oh, Watcher. Ooh, Watcher. Put that on there, baby. Watcher, uh, so men. Uh, men's pretty good. I don't know if I'd put it in my top. Men's good. Crimes of the future, if it qualifies, I don't know if it really qualifies. Body horror, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, like I people guess. find that sort of stuff discomforting. Uh, Black phone, very solid. Terrifier, two. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Not uh, terrifier, two. Uh, pray, praise there. Praise good. Man, a lot of stuff. Bodies, bodies, bodies is another. That's another that I don't know if I count it as horror though. I'm really enjoying seeing uh, Morbius appear on on one of these lists. That's one of my favorites. Morbius, <laughs> yeah. Well, was that and the new Transylvania movie. They were yeah. like, you know, what's I mean, a real that one, horror that one, movie? I'll accept at least its horror icons. Morbius is uh, <laughs> just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting Smile on there. Smile's okay. a lot of fun. I haven't seen Smile yet. Smile for sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Would you put Barbarian in there? Mm, probably. Yes. I'd have to. I don't even know how many I mentioned or whatever. I haven't done like a <laughs> cohesive thing like I should. Is there anything coming up? You know, there's not a lot of year left. Is there anything coming up that you're looking forward to? Um, let me see what's coming up. Um, well, you look at what's Black. coming up, dear. What are some of your uh, favorites? Black of Adam, of course. Oh, yeah. Classic <laughs> horror. Looking forward to Classic it. Horror. Classic horror. Um, let's see. Let's see. Movies that I really enjoyed this year that we've seen. Honestly, like I've really enjoyed every movie that we've that we've watched this year um, in the realm of horror. Um, as as Nick said, I really enjoyed Pearl and X. I thought that, that was great. Wombo Combo, I really enjoyed. Um, 
how fun and weird they are, but also like very overtly sexy, which like horror hasn't been in a very long time. Um, let's see. I, I really enjoyed men. Men gets weird at the end, but like, I dig it. Um, there's also like a lot of similar themes, I guess, happening with like men and barbarian as well, just because mm-hmm. it's kind of this, like this, this, this woman who, who is in a, like a unsafe environment around men and like what that, what that entails. Um, but honestly, I really enjoyed both of them. I liked going into, to barbarian blind. That's a, that's a fun yeah. experience. Um, Honestly, that's how all horror should be like, you know, just 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 walk in and sit down and find <laughs> out. <laughs> Will I be terrified? Let's see. No, yeah, I think it made it scarier, honestly, than like if I had seen any of the trailers. Um, gosh, gosh, you guys went through like a whole list of things. I feel like I'm just repeating stuff. <laughs> but honestly, like I've really enjoyed um, the 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 different things that have come out this year, how people have gotten like creative with with similar tropes um, and like refreshing old ideas um, with the fact that Pearl is literally like an homage to to um, the Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Like it, I think that it's all of these playful hints that that you can only do in in horror truly. And um, yeah, yeah. What would have been, been your favorites? I'm gonna pass that off. Um, probably um, my absolute favorite has probably been X. Um, yeah, that's just uh, what it is, man. It it's, it's so phenomenal. fun. It's so gratifying an experience. Um, it's so creative. It's it's wonderfully violent. It's everything that you really want from a horror film. Um, nope is definitely, I think, one of my my absolute oh, yeah. favorites from the year. I really I think about that movie every once in a while. Like it just sort of passes through my head. I'm like, oh yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, Barbarian probably, uh, especially because of how jarring that that transition is um that's one of my favorite moments of the entire movie um openly laughed out loud (laughs) (laughs) just wasn't prepared there's a lot there's a lot going on uh i'm gonna toss master master into the ring Uh, okay regina hall okay Um, okay i didn't realize regina was still uh, acting yes she's very (laughs) active good good it's fantastic she is She's very fucking good. <laughs> Noted. Uh, so what's something that you're looking forward to before the year ends? Uh, Black Panther, Avatar. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Done. As far as horror goes, uh, definitely we're going to see it tomorrow. That's part of the reason that we're recording on a Wednesday. Oh, uh, for horror? I thought we yeah. were talking about oh, for horror. Uh, VHS 99. Uh, okay. I like the VHS movies. And uh, Wendell and Wilds. Okay. Um, if that counts. <laughs> I guess we'll have to see. Uh, for me, it's and, absolutely... Uh, the, uh, ob- the obvious. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Halloween ends. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. We're going to go see it tomorrow. Um, yep. Are you seeing it tomorrow? I am seeing it tomorrow. Nice, Fantastic. nice, nice. <laughs> um, We're actually in the same theater. 
<laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Uh, no, I'm pretty pumped. We went and we saw um, the original Halloween uh, last week. Nice. Uh, in theaters. theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the uh, the recent 4K remaster with like the Dolby Atmos uh, soundtrack. Ooh. Uh, and it was nice. It was really good. <laughs> it was bright as shit at times. Honestly, yeah, there are times when like there it's That's like pitch weird, black yeah. and they're like in the storm and like lightning will flash and it was just like blinding. <laughs> like, it was just so white. Yeah. It really made it really set the mood. Like I really felt like I was like, oh yeah, remember when this movie is scary? You know, instead of just a blast mm-hmm. to watch because we've like binged it so many times. Yeah. <laughs> you merely adopted the dog. that's right uh but no great stuff um but we're of course here today to talk about uh a film that came out like i said a few years ago la llorona um for a little bit of background of course on the actual folk figure of la llorona for those of you that don't know uh it's said to be a woman maria sometimes apparently called luisa uh who was with a a man, a wealthy man. She was poor. He was very wealthy. She was beautiful. Uh, And they got together, got married, had kids. And uh, she eventually, you know, found him with another woman who was younger and, you know, stricken with grief and rage, decided to go and uh, drown his children uh, in a river. And then... Uh, you know, when she realized what she did, she was overcome with, with grief from it. And now she haunts, uh, the land in search of, of people who respond to her cries, but especially children. And that's sort of the, the little bit of the background of, of La Llorona as a, uh, a folk figure from horror. Uh, the legend actually goes back to around like the 1600s, which I thought was really interesting um but uh that's that's sort of the the very broad strokes background of of the folk story itself uh our film la llorona if you don't mind us jumping on in uh is uh from 2019 the premise is an aging paranoid war criminal protected by his faithful wife faces death while being haunted by ghosts of his past. Uh, it is directed by uh, Jai- uh, Jairo Bustamante. It is written by Jairo Bustamante and Lisandro Sanchez. Uh, it stars Maria Mercedes Coroy as Alma, uh, Sabrina De La Hose as Natalia, uh, Julio Diaz as Enrique, and Maria Talon as Valeriana. Um, and since Nick, you were the one who turned us on to this bad boy, why don't you go ahead and take it away? Yeah. So this was my, uh, one of my favorite horror films of that year. Um, this movie is just awesome. (laughs) Uh, it's scary. It's, uh, it's smart. It's got a strong message without being, uh, it's you know it's the way the way a movie should delivers its message through its visuals and it's not so much talking and explaining like this is what the movie is about to you <laughs> like it's you understand what the movie is about not just from like the story but like i said predominantly through just what is shown um so i think what's really cool about this movie is that it's like a 
it's like a macabre uh, wish fulfillment for for people like this uh, war criminal who, <clears throat> you know, it's, you know, just dictators and um, people like that throughout history. It's like, you know, the kind of come up and see wish they would have, you know, maybe if it's not like directly like like physical violence, you know, it's the hope that these people like live with, um, you know, and are are haunted by the guilt and like the victims. <laughs> um, uh, so that's like the kind of ghost story it is, like a righteous kind of uh, vengeful ghost story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, like, it's like the haunted house turned on its head. Yeah, the house is the house is this war criminal's mansion that mm-hmm. he is like on house arrest for. Yeah, um, and it's haunted not by you know like oh get out of my house type ghosts, but you know the ghosts of all the people that he whose deaths he caused, mm-hmm. um, which of course would largely predominantly be indigenous people. Yeah. particular indigenous women uh in this film yeah um so it's interesting like this shows predominant like how the women around him suffer even uh the people in his family his mother his wife you know um not not so much that it the film like leaves them off the hook you know and says oh these people are innocent <laughs> because they're not in their own ways you know um but um, it just really shows that stuff just leads to suffering when you're an evil person like that. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, so uh, this was essentially another one like Barbarian that I essentially decided let's wander into it blindly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I knew was your recommendation of it. Um. I didn't really have a firm grip on the plot. I had never seen a trailer, never really even seen an image. The only, you know, La Llorona popular mainstream movie that I had had been familiar with was the the other one that had come out that year. <laughs> yeah, um, The Curse of La Llorona. Which is... Wow, convenient. Yeah, uh, not at all the same kind of experience of a movie. Well, one's really bad, and one's really bad. <laughs> Guess which is which. <laughs> we'll figure out by the end. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, but, you know, I just kind of went right on into this thing, and so when it got going, I was like, I don't have a clue what we're in for, really. And um, it was really... It's quite the opening scene. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite the opening scene. Um, you know, it is so instantaneously gripping. He gets the gun. Um, and the movie also just is... When you have no idea what to expect, you know, you, you can just get so blown away by it. And to your point, I think that it is so smart in how well it sets up this really unique idea of what a haunting is. Um while still holding true to everything that a good ghost story does. Um, but it also, like you said, never holds holds anyone's hand throughout that story. You know, you have to 
decide how you feel about the characters, you know? It's not, no one comes in and goes, you know, no one goes out and goes, we need to fetch a priest, you know? And mm-hmm. he comes in <laughs> yeah. and goes, you're being haunted, you know? <laughs> uh, you know, we don't get any of that sort of um, fluff, you know? It, it truly allows it to be about the characters and, and who these people are. Yeah, if I could... Beyond the context of the haunting. Yeah, if I could interrupt you for like a second, yeah. what's so cool, like I said, how it takes like the kind of setup you're familiar with, with a haunting, like, oh, this spirit is threatening not just him, but like, oh, the family, you know. Um, but um, e- even in like hauntings like that, where it's like, oh, you know, it's because of, it's because of me, because I'm a bad person. I put my family in danger. Um, but this isn't like some guy who's like an alcoholic or like, you know, like something like that. Like this is like an irredeemable, like mass genocide producing like, <laughs> evil person. Yeah, who that's this right, is happening right. to. Hitler um, and it's his and it's his family. And like I said, you know, like there's it just in the way it's framed, like and it's not exactly sympathy. It's no. just like the re the reality of how they're affected, you know. No, and by that's... his actions as well. Um yeah uh i'll let you uh give us your thoughts on it what did you think dear oh i really i really enjoyed this movie um again like going into it blind was just like such a such a rush you know that you you get you hit that opening scene and you you see see grandpa general go in and open his gun chest because he hears some woman crying and goes for the hunt in his house, like Tomb Raider style. It's fantastic. And I had no idea what was going on. This is literally the first thing that you see. And I was like, Grandpa's got the gat. What's going to happen? It was like how we walked into this film. Um, and it just, I love the way that this movie unfolds into all of the the political aspects of it, all of his actions and how, you know, like you both have said, they, the, they um, you know, it's affecting everybody, but at the end, he's still this like delusional old man and, and persists that like what he did was justified and like, you know, he had no idea about all of that negative stuff and blah, blah, blah. You know that it's it's, it's the lie that he's been saying for so long that at this point, you know, maybe with his dementia, he might actually believe it's true. But you don't even need dementia for, for people like that. You don't even need yeah. dementia, but no, honestly, it becomes the truth. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly, honestly. Um, and, like, the fact that you know, the, the, his wife is, is completely devoted to him still and has blinded herself to literally all of the facts, you know, even if they do a whole trial. And, you know, she's like, nope, definitely, definitely my, my main squeeze, he's got his faults, but, like, I'm not going anywhere. And, like, I loved this, this whole... Um, you know, motif with this family of the, you know, the dynamics between this mother and daughter relationship and this daughter and father relationship of, of how she's realizing who her parents were, you know, now as an adult and like re, re basically like going through the files of her memories and realizing all of the signs that were already probably there that because she was a child and because they were as wealthy as they are and he was as successful as he was like you know those things never touched them this was the first time that these actions are truly affecting them and it's affecting them in a literal sense of not only the the living survivors being outraged 
but also, you know, this this attraction of these spirits led by La Llorona. It's it's just really interesting. And like, I think that the casting is phenomenal. This movie was just, it was impossible to, to look away. Um, and like, I just, I loved the fact that I, I truly thought that they were going to put like some gag on her, you know, like they were going to make her super spooky looking or something, you know, like paint her face white, you know, do some, 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 um, grunge stuff, you know, where she's the ring woman, like coming out, you know, really twitchy and crazy looking. And the fact that it wasn't, it wasn't that it was all of these other, these other ways that the haunting was enveloping them, which was other than the fact of it being like truly some horrifying creature the horrifying creature they lived with their entire lives she was just a product of it and i think that that was really interesting that she still got to keep her pureness and her beauty in spite of the actions that like he had he had wrought on her and her people i i just really i really enjoyed this movie a lot she, she is like she is one particular victim and at the same time she's all of them exactly yeah. is what it is like <laughs> yeah she's like a spokesperson for them i loved the the scene where um the daughter is like holding up the wanted poster of you know this missing person and she looks out and the, the you know the man is standing there staring back at her with this like blank but also like very angry face you know and that's his picture on the on the on the flyer and it's this kind of moment for her mm -hmm. to realize that like something's something's off here in a way that like can't be described and i think that that's truly an interesting moment this movie is, has a lot of like quiet interesting um introspective uh moments which which all lead to the the fact that that the general was a horrible horrible man and it's really just like kind of uncovering this for for the family and having them like also learn who he truly was and him getting his just desserts well, and you know, um, even though it is a home and house arrest, I think that, you know, the movie also does do a good job of making the haunting and their situation and the house itself feel very much like a prison. Mm -hmm. They can't leave. It is day and night, you know, um... And I think that they, and, and the house doesn't really feel cozy or warm, you mm -hmm. know, it at times feels a little bit sterile. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's also really interesting is, is how, um, you know, they also just make it feel that, that very closed off, you know, some movies set in a mansion, you know, the mansion can definitely feel palatial. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that they you know they they give it a realistic context for the setting for who these people are you know they would live in a good home you know it's not like they're trapped in like a shithole um but it does i think have that that claustrophobic feeling you know that that sense of this being a punishment for this man and you know you you mentioned also the ring and the grudge and that sort of thing and one thing that i did really enjoy was how i feel like he made little almost um hints to um some of the storytelling or some of the visual elements of uh you know japanese horror and, and korean horror and that sort of thing with some of the moments of her hair in the water uh or her hair being blown by the fan i think it had some of those similar 
visual sensibilities of the ghosts that you know are in, haunting because that's what those stories are of a certain level right or ghost stories um and hauntings and i thought that it was really interesting that there were moments that it did feel almost vaguely reminiscent of that sort of thing uh especially her in like the white gown uh you know since the ring girl wanders around in like that that white dress mm -hmm. um and so i thought that it was also really interesting how he he wove in definitely some um similar visuals uh to other really powerful haunting horror films uh as well no yeah honestly um this movie um i had a thought and it's gone now so i'm just gonna stop talking <laughs> nick you have anything you want to throw in um man there's just it's it's a great movie <laughs> good movie no honestly um, i like you cannot as lauren said you like cannot look away and that is also part of the point is that you can't look away from the stares of the protesters turned into like the the victims you know like turned the faces of the victims kind of thing the point like i said it, it's a wish it's a it's a kind of wish fulfillment mm -hmm. for what you'd hope for people like this, what would happen mm -hmm. to them, how well, their punishment would be. Like it'd be a very fitting punishment to be driven steadily insane and have your life ruined by your actions. Yeah. <laughs> the, no, yeah. And it's such, it's such a like sweet age that like everybody in your family just brushes it off as like, oh, you've got dementia. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not real, sweetie. You're fine, you know. And he can he can <laughs> run around being like, no, I definitely hear a woman crying. Like, why doesn't anybody else hear it? You know, and they're all like, take your medicine, grandpa. It's fine. <laughs> so I think it's kind of like this, like, you know, you don't get to have that 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 peace. You don't get to 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 fall asleep and that be like how you die. You know, you you have to mm -hmm. to suffer as as they did you know in these last you die scared and alone yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well and uh what's also really interesting two things uh you know you mentioned um you know having to watch things and not being able to look away and that also becomes the literal fate of his wife you know mm -hmm. she goes to sleep and is forced to see the truth um mm -hmm. And, you know, her, her haunting and, and how it's being affecting and how it's affecting her is being displayed through this, this perpetual sort of raw um, state of her eyes. Um, that's pretty uh, unsettling to look at, you know, um, at times because it, it looks like her eyes are fucked. Um, <laughs> but then on top of that, what I also wanted to bring up was what was really interesting going into this blind and not having a clue what the fuck it was about was then also realizing that it tied in directly to one of the movies that we did for September um, for Hispanic Heritage Month, El Norte. Okay. Uh, the reason that our uh, main characters in El Norte are fleeing is they are Mayan or uh, they are uh, Guatemalan uh, indigenous people. And uh, they are part of the genocide in 83, 84, 
that yeah. sends them okay. on the journey um, north. Yeah. And so it was really fascinating to just by pure throw of a dart land on a movie that tied literally right directly into yep. a modern day movie about the consequence of those actions because El Norte came out in like 84 um, and it's mm -hmm. uh, like contemporaneous to you know the events of that time yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And th that's more of like a historical kind of drama mm -hmm. as opposed to this which is it's it's fictional yeah based on a real person and a real um, event <laughs> it's really fascinating that's also like looking at history through this kind of lens of you know um somebody else's story from a from another continent um that we don't get to get those stories here because we're too busy learning about our own stupid history um but it was really interesting you know to see these parallels of of you know the american experience over there you know these 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 horrible horrible genocides this this racism you know a lot of these things that are still stemmed um at, in in culture and it just kind of it's it was fascinating to see like how wide sweeping that is you know you hear about it but it's 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 really even to up until you know this this is this is modern you know other i feel like i guess because because of the fact that it feels so long ago here even though we're still dealing with with racism today but we're not dealing with it to the extent of people being mass murdered in the streets you know, and and it, this this war crime being considered like a oh yeah we were just you know looking for for rebel forces, um, you know having this so so close you know it really it really brings everything into perspective. And to your point, it was it was also very helpful to see this movie after watching that one because I had a lot of questions about what was going on as the conflict in that movie because technically like it wasn't the full focus mm -hmm. of the film it was them journeying to to el norte to the north um but i just it, again this movie was fascinating i really enjoyed um also just all of the visuals as well the the costuming the casting everything yeah. fit really nicely to the point where you could just like completely forget that you were watching a film yeah uh, so Nick, if you had to give this bad boy a, a rating out of five, what would you give it? Oh yeah, it's a five, dude. Drop him a five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, For sure. All day, every day, you know, I'm putting my Lincolns down. It's a five. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm going to go for a five as well. Woohoo! I could have gone plot twist. I'll give it a Lincoln, a one. No, I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it's terrible. It's a Absolutely, um, incredible stuff. Really um, accessible, um, resonant. Mm -hmm. I think that it also, you know, kind of like uh, last week's movie, um, The House of the Devil. I think that it does a great job of building tension and atmosphere you know throughout the duration of the movie that pays off in spades much better here than it did in that movie that movie sort of whiffed on the ending but this movie nailed it <laughs> no no honestly i just i also love the fact that they took this you know this old this 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 folklore this this legend and gave it a twist yeah yeah and and really um and it worked perfectly you know if if i we hadn't looked up who like the lore of la llorona i wouldn't have thought that it wasn't this 
mm-hmm. you know it, it is this but it's you know it's this with a yeah twist. it's not it, it's not necessary to like know your la llorona mythology to no <laughs> not at all to get into this because it's a timeless kind of story mm-hmm. um well and also what's what's interesting i will say what's interesting about the actual history of the myth is that it also does come from a time of colonialism and of like the difficulty of you know women choosing to be with um spanish men and that sort of thing in that time and and that sort of thing i just thought about something as well you know technically we have two la Llorona's in this movie we've got the the actual spirit woman alma but we also have his wife who is you know this this woman who who is on the other side of the the unfaithful husband mm. aspect of the story and is the the crying woman but for different reasons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no that's really fair that's i think that that's true. also why she's probably used as the the doorway to see as what's the, going yeah. on you know mm-hmm. because they have similar experiences it sort of bridges the gap of where the myth is weird about like punishing the children Oh, and instead, yeah. it bridges the fact that both the woman who is being taken advantage of and the wife should both be, you know, jointly and rightfully, you know, pissed at the husband. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Interesting. Thoughts, processes. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> we can do this all night. Uh, no, honestly. Um but sadly we we actually cannot um we already talked a little bit about uh some of the things that we we have been watching here's a movie that i meant to bring up uh coming out not i think this year uh but the the trailer just dropped for it today megan yes have you seen the trailer for it i i have seen the trailer for Megan. what are what are your thoughts on megan yeah bring it on yeah no like i'm i'm Why game not? for it it looks uh it looks goofy but like i'm 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 game for a good ride you yeah know? i mean Always. it's it's chucky with a twist let's do it guys yeah that's what i'm going for i like the goofy stuff give it to yeah me. um you know not of course modern horror um but like one of my favorite horror experiences this year and you can learn more about it when uh we talk about them later and nick joins us again the slasher extravaganza you know so many of these old slashers just get fucking silly at times and it's just a it's an absolute blast when it goes to those places man oh yeah oh yeah it's bright and colorful and fun but they're also like yeah i'm gonna stab you 20 times in the chest like it's it's a good time yeah (laughs) so um, more yeah i would go i saw a few more movies i watched the sea beast on netflix okay uh, it's an animated film. He's uh, this is from the director. Of, he's one of the co-directors of Moana. Uh, he directed Bolt, I think. He directed Big Hero Six. Um, wow. Anyway, he left Disney a lot. Like a lot of people left Disney, but he left Disney. This is his first like big movie since then. Uh, it's okay. really good. It's really nice, good. hell yeah. <laughs> um, there's a film called Hundreds of Beavers. I don't even know how to describe this thing. This thing is a black and white 19th century set, uh, like slapstick in the vein of like Buster Keaton, like Charlie Chaplin, 
<laughs> like and okay, okay. type shit. Um, it's it's amazing. What's it called honest. again? Like hundreds of beavers. Okay. I saw this. I saw this at a film festival. I don't know when it will like come out officially. Um, but it, it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, with a title like, like I mean, that. Like, like it, it, it's it's literally that you know what i mean like it's literally like the buster keaton <laughs> ridiculous slapstick stuff um i watched the hellraiser movies for the first time okay what'd you think i never i, I never seen well i didn't watch i watched the first two um it's not all what i thought it was about i have <laughs> I thought these movies were like mostly like the Cenobites, like they make it seem like, like the pinhead and all that. Um, and I love that the first movie like isn't about them that much at all. They're not in it really all that much. Uh, it's about this. It's about this undead guy trying to get like his old flame to bring him back from the dead by bringing him like people to kill. Um, it's like it's like a little. It's fun interesting crazy practical like gore stuff that's really impressive and the rest is like kind of like almost like early tim burton-esque like uh, nat like like nasty fun you know what I i'm mean? ready <laughs> interesting um, so i like that the second one the second one kind of reminded me of halloween 2 in a way where like it really only works as like a direct follow-up Okay. You know what I mean? Like literally this movie came out like exactly a year after it picks up immediately following the events of the first. Um, and just kind of keeps like the energy rolling. Like by itself, it's like I don't think it works, but as a direct follow-up, it's still fun. Uh I didn't watch okay. any of the other ones. Uh I watched the new one that just came out. Okay. Um, and that one I thought was pretty like a nerd. <laughs> Okay. Um, just not fun. <laughs> Interesting. It's probably taking it too seriously. As they do. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm excited, honestly. The interesting movies. <laughs> okay. Um, it's one that's definitely on our on our radar. Uh, well, we just you know when to find the time um, yeah as we go through this yeah. slasher extravaganza list yeah we're currently we've we've gotten up to the beginning of all the remakes and prequels of texas chainsaw that's where we're at right yeah. now in, in that <laughs> franchise so um we'll see how that goes we just did the first remake um with yeah, jessica the, yeah with jessica biel um find out more about that, that later is... this year that is month. a movie. Yeah, that month is lodged in my brain forever. <laughs> is it because of Jessica Biel? Well, that's part of it, I guess. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we'll. Uh, She's really good in that movie. Yeah. No. Uh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's, I guess, pretty much all that we have. For y'all, I don't think that I necessarily have anything else planned. Uh, we've got a recording coming out uh, from a discussion that Henry and I had. Um, hmm. 
No, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I really have anything else, Nick. Uh, oh, we, well, I, I do have one thing else. Uh, the, the film buds are currently in the process. He's, he's living with us right now. We're currently trying to adopt, uh, uh, a fur friend. Uh, I, I posted a picture of him on the film buds, Twitter. Uh, his name is Santana. He will definitely not come out right now. Um, he's he's the the shyest son of a bitch i i've ever met um, oh yeah he spends 99.999 percent of his time underneath our tables um, <laughs> but he's he's slowly opening up and 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 coming into his own and uh it's the baby yeah he's 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 gonna he's gonna eventually you know show up more more often um yeah hopefully <laughs> but but right now he's he's tucked away um mm -hmm. but he's he's like currently in the curtains yeah watching <laughs> us diligently always um, always but that's other than that all that we have nick would you like to tell the people where they can uh find you you can find me on notfest.com and discussingfilm.com as well perfect fantastic yes um <laughs> That's just about all that we have for y'all tonight. Dear, do you have anything? I'm plum out of, of things. Uh, <laughs> well, then I guess we'll wrap up. Thanks as always, you guys, for listening. Uh, come back next week uh, as we continue our, our, our plunge into horror. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I don't think that we have a guest for this for, for next week's episode, but, but who knows? I, I could change that. Um, so... Stay in suspense. That's right. Uh, and we'll we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.